Hello, mamas, Laura here, and today we are chatting all about physically preparing for a C-section birth and the most important things you'll need to know to help you recover after birth. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with Hello, mamas, and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. Today, we are diving into episode two of this C-section birth series, talking all about physical preparation and physical recovery after a C-section birth. This is episode two of five in this C-section birth series, where you'll hear mostly from me and my professional expertise and guidelines around recovery after birth and how to safely return to exercise. I'll also walk you through my personal experience with preparing for and recovering from a C-section. And we'll also hear from a number of Pregnancy Posse members who share their own unique experiences with a C-section birth and how their physical recoveries are going so far. As always, please do let me know if you have any follow-up questions from today's episode. You can find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at PhysioLaura. I'd love to hear from you, or if you have any advice to share with other women about what might have helped you physically recover, then please do head over and let me know. And don't forget that we've already released the first episode in this series on mental preparation and emotional processing for a C-section birth. So make sure you go and check that out before listening to today's episode, because mental recovery is just as important as physical recovery. In upcoming episodes in this C-section birth series, I'll be sharing my own two C-section birth stories, as well as a Q&A episode answering all of the most commonly asked questions I've received around cesarean births. Now, I cover topics such as gentle C-sections, my breastfeeding journey, age gap between births, and so much more. There is so much amazing goodness coming up in this C-section birth series. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. This entire podcast series and all our other podcast series is all live right now inside my online pregnancy membership program, The Pregnancy Posse. So if you'd love to listen to or watch this entire podcast series right now, rather than waiting for future episodes to come out, then please do check out The Pregnancy Posse. When you join the Pregnancy Posse, I will guide you week by week through your pregnancy journey with safe weekly workouts tailored to your exact stage of pregnancy. I also do a weekly Q&A session where I answer questions from our amazing Posse members. And there is also a really, really wonderful community forum where Posse members all support each other, along with a whole evidence-based library so that you do not spend hours going down the Google rabbit hole. (laughs) Now, I'd love to help you have a healthy, active, pain-free pregnancy. So just head over to thepregnancyposse.com to see what The Pregnancy Posse is all about. And remember, you can trial the program for seven days. For today's podcast lesson or learning, something that's hot on my brain right now, is this whole concept of the feather, the brick, and the truck. Now, this is something I originally learned about from a fellow podcaster, Lorraine Murphy. Now, the lesson is that the universe is always trying to give us signs, and if that we don't tune in and listen to them, they won't go away. But instead, they'll just start to become more bleedingly obvious. So, the feather is the first little tickle of a message that we get. Then if we choose to ignore that, the brick comes along and is not such a gentle reminder. 
Now, if we still continue to turn a blind eye to these messages, then the truck comes along and really rocks our world around. A good example of this from my own life, which is just a small example, but one that I'm sure we can all relate to. I wasn't looking after myself in the first trimester of this pregnancy as well as I could have been. So my feather was a face full of cold sores and I chose not to change anything in my lifestyle, my diet or my mindset. And so the brick came and the brick for me was constant lethargy and fatigue. Now, still, I continue to ignore what my body and the universe was communicating and the truck, albeit a minor example in the grand scheme of life, the truck was a full day on the weekend of being couch bound and completely devoid of energy. So I wonder if you pay attention right now, are there some feathers tickling you? And could you listen to those and avoid the truck needing to stop by to teach you a life lesson? Now, let's get into episode two of our five-part C-section birth series, chatting all about physically preparing for and recovering from a cesarean birth. Okay, so we've covered mental preparation and processing, but equally as important is your physical recovery after birth. Yes, I am saying birth because I truly do think that all birth needs time and tender loving care to recover well. Obviously, a C-section birth is a major abdominal surgery, so it should go without saying that physical recovery is very important, and that is what we're going to chat about today. In the lead up to a C-section birth, the best thing you can do is stay active, strong, and mobile for as long as you can in your pregnancy. This obviously may not always be possible depending on your health status, but if you can try to continue moving your body in gentle and pregnancy-specific ways right up until the day you give birth, it can make an enormous difference. If you are tired or feeling sore, you can still move. Just modify it to suit your body. It might just look like simple stretches or hanging over a fit ball and rocking back and forwards or doing gentle pelvic floor exercises. But all of these gentle and simple movements are important. I personally stayed active throughout my entire pregnancies with a combination of pregnancy posse workouts, walking, stationary cycling, swimming, and pelvic floor exercises. I felt mobile and strong and have always had really good physical recoveries after birth. Now, I want to speak mostly about the immediate physical recovery after birth, as this was a highly requested topic to explore on the podcast. This may be different for others, but for me personally, it looked like being bed bound for 24 hours. So immediately after birth, I was numb from the waist down. And I vividly remember looking at my belly and thinking that it looked exactly like a waterbed, which was equal parts funny and fascinating to me. I was catheterized for the first day and I stayed in bed the entire time. So we were in a private hospital. So my husband was staying in the room with me and I think he was the one who would grab the baby from the bassinet and hand them to me when they needed to feed. But to be honest, I actually don't remember a lot from these early days. And I'm not sure if it's just because I generally have a terrible memory or whether it was because I was coming off the anesthetic drugs that may have affected it. I do remember having quite bad shakes after my first baby was born. So they started about an hour after the surgery and I just could not stop. And apparently this is quite common. Uh, I couldn't hold my baby well and I remember someone had to feed me ice chips as I just couldn't do it myself. I was shaking so badly. I do remember feeling tired and a bit groggy, but otherwise I was good. So day two, once the catheter was removed, I was able to get out of bed for the first time. Now this was a really strange feeling. I felt shaky and slightly lightheaded, and all I did was walk to the shower and back, but this was a huge effort for me. 
I moved really gingerly and felt quite vulnerable, but fortunately I was never in pain. I was always super diligent at taking regular pain medications and not waiting to feel pain before I took the medication. And that's definitely something I would recommend to you. Take the medication as per the prescription. I also wore my tubi grip bandage and loose pants or shorts and a really baggy breastfeeding top, which made me feel really comfortable, but also semi-human and alive. And just having a shower, a coffee and getting out of bed on day two felt so good. Now with both my births, we were in a private hospital. So we spent four to five nights there. And this was really wonderful because we had a private room with me and my husband and we could really settle into newborn life. And I felt really confident to go home at the end of it. I was mobile and pain-free when I left hospital. The most activity I ever did in hospital for those first four to five days was to walk the length of the corridor and back. And this was honestly more than enough. I tried to get outside with my baby in the courtyard every day for some fresh air and sunshine. And my husband would walk to a cafe each morning to grab me a coffee. I ate wonderful food. We brought in our own speaker and quietly played our favorite music. And honestly, those early days of recovery felt quite nice for me, really. I breastfed always in an upright position. So either in a comfy chair with armrests and a little footstool or in bed propped up with pillows behind me and under my baby for comfort and support. I slept well, or as well as you can when you have a fresh newborn. I do remember feeling awkward when trying to roll over or get out of bed, but otherwise I slept pretty well. And I looked after my scar as per my obstetrician's instructions. Now I understand every doctor has a different protocol, so it's best just to follow what your doctor says. But fortunately, I've never had any troubles with my scar. And I do believe that is because I always kept it dry and clean. I never pushed myself or overdid it with activity in the first few weeks. And I wore my tubi grip bandage compression every single day. Now I would pat dry my scar after the shower and then I would use a blow dryer on it to keep it really dry. I would then keep it covered all day under a bandage and a tubi grip. And I never needed to use silicon strips or anything like that. The only time I ever had a problem was in my second birth recovery. I think I slightly overdid it when looking after my toddler that day. And I did have a tiny split on my scar, which I noticed was a bit open that night. And I didn't have any pain, but I remember I cried and I cried because I felt so upset and vulnerable, like my body was going to break in half. But once I stary stripped it back up and I spoke to my doctor, I felt much more comfortable. I started scar massage once the scar was fully healed, which was around six to eight weeks both times. And I did this a few times per week for a month or so. Now, touch wood, I've never had any issues with my scar in the long term. I barely ever notice it, to be honest. I barely ever think about it. I think it looks great. It is subtle. It's pale. And the only difference I noticed after my second cesarean section birth compared to my first is that the scar skin is slightly tighter. So the abdominal shelf or whatever you want to call it above the scar is slightly more prominent for me second time around. Now, it is still slightly numb, which is normal for the first few years, but touch wood doesn't cause me any pain or discomfort. Now, I do recommend to my clients to look after your scar as per your doctor's instructions. So contact them if you notice any redness, discharge or pain at all. Don't push yourself physically at all for the first few weeks and do start gentle scar tissue massage after it is fully healed because this can help to break up any adhesions and also help to resensitize the nerves in that area. Now, speaking of scars, I also get a lot of women ask me about this whole C-section shelf business, which is honestly a term I'd not heard about much before, but I'm going to chat about this in a future Q&A episode in this series. So keep your eyes open for that if you're interested. 
Now, let's chat about exercise. So, so many women ask me about when to start exercise after a C-section and what exercises are best. Now, I am in the process of creating a postnatal pregnancy posse program. And in this, there will be a detailed description of C-section recovery and what exercises are best. But let's just talk in general terms for the moment, remembering that every person, every recovery will be unique and different. So for the first week after birth, your only focus should be on bonding with your baby, establishing feeding and gentle mobility. So wear a compression garment, make sure you keep your bowels healthy and that you're not straining on the toilet, stay hydrated, only do short walks and gentle pelvic floor exercises if you feel up for it. Now, come week two or three after birth, you may feel ready to increase the time and or the speed at which you walk. Please do keep in mind, though, that you want to gradually increase this. So don't do a big jump up in intensity. I really remember feeling pain for the first time at 10 days post-birth because I felt so great when walking that I just overdid it and I went too far. So it's better to be safe than sorry. Just start by walking around the block to get fresh air and sunshine for you and your baby and then add five minutes each time if you feel okay. At this stage, it is also a nice time to start some gentle stretches if you feel called to do so. I know I was starting to feel stiff and sore by the three-week mark. The main caution that you will want to exercise is to not overstretch your scar. So I wouldn't recommend any extension exercises just yet. Just start with some big hip circles in standing or a seated gluteal stretch or even get the spiky ball out and give yourself a massage against the wall. That will definitely help with those stiff, sore aches and pains. Now, by the six-week mark, hopefully you have booked yourself in with your local women's health physio for a checkup. And if not, I'd highly recommend you do so because by this stage, you can stop wearing your compression garment if you like. However, if you are experiencing back pain or you just feel more comfortable with your compression on, it is perfectly fine to continue wearing it too. By the six-week mark, I personally felt comfortable walking up to 30 minutes, doing daily pelvic floor exercises and just a very gentle bodyweight program, which included things like bridges and leg clams. So speak to your physio is now is a great time to start a tailored exercise program. Now, let's chat briefly about my longer-term recovery. So my DRAM, or my abdominal separation, closed to two fingers within three to four months. I started Pilates at about eight weeks, boxing and light jogging or running around four to five months post-birth and HIIT training at eight months post-birth. Now, please keep in mind that we are all super unique individuals. So I'm just sharing my personal recovery journey, but do not compare yours to mine because the only rule, and I say that with air quotation marks, is that I don't recommend any running or high intensity or plyometric training until at least the three month mark to allow your pelvic floor and abdominal muscles adequate time to recover. And I strongly recommend that all women have a physio checkup too. So my main advice around physical recovery is to remind yourself that you have had major abdominal surgery. So every single layer of skin, fat, muscle, and even your internal organ, your uterus has been cut through. There is no prize for getting back to exercise or life for that matter, the quickest. You do not need to be out walking the pram straight away. You do not need to be socializing and having coffee one week after birth. Do what feels good for you, but do take it slow. There is no rush. In fact, there can be harm in doing too much too soon. And lastly, be kind to yourself and your body. Ease back into it slowly. Check in with your local women's health physio. Set small and super achievable goals. And remember that it takes nine months to grow a baby. So give yourself at least nine months to get back to that pre-pregnancy strength and form. 
I also thought it was worth mentioning what you should be looking out for as signs that your body is not coping well with your exercise or activity levels. So things that should alarm you to stop, modify your activity, listen to your body and seek help are scar pain or discomfort, back or pelvic pain, incontinence, vaginal heaviness, constipation or difficulty emptying your bowels, pain in your pelvic floor area, whether it be going to the toilet or during sex, persistent weakness in your core or doming in the midline of your tummy. Now, I want to hear from our wonderful Pregnancy Posse members about their experience with physical recovery after a C-section birth. So we're going to start with Corinna, who explains how keeping fit during her pregnancy made an enormous difference for her, and that she actually felt the fittest and strongest she'd ever felt at 40 weeks of pregnancy. How great is that? Let's hear from Corinna. Um, before I had my second daughter, um, because of my experience, I just really, really wanted to be in the best physical um, shape that I could be, which is one of the reasons that I found you <laughs> and your program, because I really just wanted to give myself the absolute best chance to make sure that it didn't repeat um, mm what had previously happened. What drew me to your program originally was I was like, oh, cool, there's an exercise that I can do. It's only 10 minutes. And especially having a toddler, I was like, that's doable. Like I can do that when I can't go to the gym. Um, but then what I ended up really loving about your program um, was actually the Q&A section, the resources section, because it was stuff that people just don't talk about. Um, and that was yeah really invaluable and something I highly recommend to women who are looking at that um just because yeah I, I just really enjoyed it I loved getting the email every week and being like okay yep <laughs> this is exactly where I'm at this is what I need to do so it was very cool I was feeling great um physically I was in the best shape I reckon of my life even though I was pregnant <laughs> so you know right. I've been yeah I had been you know doing the gym exercises, I'd been following positive exercises. I, yeah, I felt really good. I was in a really good um, state of mind and physical state. So at that 40 week mark, I was confident. Okay, now Beth has some really great advice to share with us all about taking it easy in the postpartum period. So as I shared earlier, you will often feel quite good after a few weeks, but that is not the time to push yourself. Beth describes her experience with this afterbirth and how she was able to return to all her favorite sports and activities pain-free, but that she needed to learn the lesson to take it slow. The most important thing I found was not trying to do too much too quickly. I found that although the first days in hospital, if I hadn't have had the pain medication I was on, I probably would have been in quite a lot of pain. I was surprised by once I got home within the first couple of weeks, how quickly I felt better. I really had to be conscious about not pushing myself to do too much too soon physically, because although at the time doing those things, I felt quite good and I was able to do those things. It wasn't until after I'd finished doing those things, maybe going for a bit of a longer walk, maybe trying to put some washing on the line. During those things, I felt fine. And it wasn't until afterwards that I thought, oh, okay, I'm in a bit of pain now. I think that might've been a little bit too much. So just trying to have that self-control a little bit to remember that you've just had major surgery and you do need to take it easy and not try and do everything back to normal all at once. 
Um, yeah, I love that. That's really good advice because I agree with you. I think a lot of women will feel great very early on in their recovery and they'll surprise themselves as to how good they feel. But that's not a sign that physically your body is actually at that stage. And I agree that when you get pain, that's actually probably a sign that you've already gone too far um, as opposed to, oh, that's when I should stop. That's like, oh, no, we're actually three steps beyond where we should be. <laughs> now that you're a few months down the track, would you say you have any physical repercussions from your C-section? Do you feel 100% back to normal? Do you have any pain, any numbness? Like where is your body at right now? I'm in a pretty good place. I certainly don't have any pain. I do still have some numbness, which is more just weird than anything else. My C-section scar is quite low down, probably directly around it and just over the scar is a little bit numb, but I certainly don't have any pain kind of internally or to touch the scar. I'm able to do most normal activities. I've started exercising again and I haven't found that I've had any pain with that. I've just started doing some kind of gentle core exercises, gentle lower body. I've been able to get back in the pool. I love to lap swim. And that was something I started doing, I think, after about 10 weeks. And I guess I'd kind of worried about how I would get back into swimming after I'd had a C-section, whether that kind of pulling as you're doing your stroke would hurt, but it actually didn't at all. I was pleasantly surprised at how simple it was to get back into it. Great advice there from Beth on not pushing too hard too soon after birth. Now we'll cut to Lisa, a pregnancy posse member who describes her straightforward recovery so far and how she is not experiencing any negative physical side effects months after her C-section birth. She also describes the importance of doing her regular posse workouts and pelvic floor exercises and how that helped her to stay physically and mentally strong during her pregnancy. I was very lucky. I, I think I had a um, like very good doctors in terms of my Caesar and I think it was a pretty straightforward one for them. Um, I had a really good recovery. I was only on the heavy drugs in hospital. We were there for five days and then after that they gave you the script and they gave you the actual, they gave them to me but um, I didn't take any. It was just Panadol and Nurofen and um, I definitely I felt, felt pretty good. Um, the first walk was a bit of a shock <laughs> that I went for, I suppose, um, that I ventured outside because I kind of walked about 200 metres and I was like, oh, I'm exhausted. And it was just, yeah, I don't know what that was, whether it was, it was a lot of things like mental um, and physical fatigue, I think. Um, so that was a bit, um, bit crazy. But besides that, I think kind of after the first two weeks, I was pretty much good to go. Um, I didn't have much pain. Um, uh, it was only occasional when I would do something very, very random, like pick something up that wasn't heavy or something. It might just be a weird twinge that I'd get in my, in my, um, in my abs. But besides that, I've, I really had a quite good recovery, but I definitely put that down to the prep work. I think that I went into it. Hmm. And now that you're a few months down the track, do you feel any physical side effects of having had a C-section? Not at all. Yeah, not at all. I think um, I'm doing now, I'm still not like doing much because it's just a bit hard with the little one. But I'm doing some uh, like like fitness, like physio class online. Um, yeah, because of all COVID, everything went online, thankfully. Um, so that was good. So I was doing that. 
and um, and that's been absolutely fine. I do like really big walks with her. We've been hiking and stuff, and you know, I baby wear her everywhere, and nothing's affected that I noticed. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. That's really really good to know. I needed to definitely um, commit more to doing it daily i did it probably twice or sometimes maximum three times a week but um i think the um just the reminder at the end about the pelvic floor was very beneficial to me and it just kind of instilled in me how important that was um and i've i actually had a check of my um my pelvic floor um prior like with a physio and then after and it was pretty much unchanged which was great so i mean and that's I don't know if that's necessarily from me doing the exercises or if it's just because it was Caesar as well. So obviously it's not as, um, they sometimes aren't as damaged, I suppose, those muscles. But, um, yeah, I think that was definitely a big thing. And also kind of just just knowing that I'd done something that was so pregnancy-specific made me feel like I was more prepared as well. Like it was, it was definitely a head game too, like knowing that I'd kind of tried my best and I'd, I'd ticked the boxes and I'd, I'd done something that was, um, yeah, specific to what was going on in my life at that moment. Um, yeah, I, I need that mentally, I suppose, to, to know that I'm doing, yeah, good preparation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Okay, finally, let's hear from Pregnancy Posse member Felicity about her thoughts around her scar and how she describes her pride in knowing that that scar helped her to birth her baby and her experience with pelvic floor exercises inside the Pregnancy Posse. Felicity is a great reminder that just because you have a C-section does not mean that you should not be doing your pelvic floor exercises. I really like at the end of the workout how there's the pelvic floor exercises because I have it in my mind like, oh, pelvic floor, I've got to do that, another thing to do, blah, 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 blah. And then when it's like, oh, it's just like, you know, 10 flicks and then you're done. I'm like, oh, that was easy. And I actually noticed the other day um, after watching, I think it was on Facebook, you were like, you were with um, with your son and he, you're like, what time is it? And it's like, it's tea time, which means pelvic floor time. And I thought, oh, that's so good. And it reminded me, oh, I haven't done my pelvic floor exercise for a while. And I was in the shower and I thought, oh my gosh, this is actually a bit hard to do. And I thought, I'm actually out of practice. And I realized, I noticed by not doing it for a couple of weeks, it actually had changed, um, which I was really surprised by. I'm sure you hear this all the time. Um, but yeah, I think having that um, association of a habit with at the end of the workout, I'll do my pelvic floor or like, yeah, when I'm making a cup of tea or having a shower, you can just do it then. And it's literally 10 seconds. Don't make it a big deal. Just do it. It's simple. Yes, 100%. And I think that's a really good reminder to any of the women that having a C-section doesn't mean you don't need to do your pelvic floor because you still need to re-engage that muscle, wake it up again, get the brain to start talking to the pelvic floor because it can become a bit sluggish after a C-section. And being pregnant in itself is a risk factor for some pelvic floor dysfunction just because of the added weight, the hormonal laxity. Mm. So it's a good reminder that just because you've had a C-section doesn't mean that your pelvic floor just picks up where it left off yeah and it was so like this brain awesome. thing of like i was my brain was telling my pelvic floor to move and i was like it's a bit slow oh yes what's that about and then it's, it's taken me i've been doing it every day now so it's getting back but it is taking some time well done no that's fantastic and i know you're still early days uh, postnatal but do you feel like you're happy with how your scar looks 
Yeah, I love it. I'm like, I'm not putting any cream on it. I'm like super proud. I'm like, yeah, like it's actually too low. You can't even see it because it's actually quite below <laughs> my underwear line. But I'm like, oh, I want to be proud of my scar. I'm like, I created a human, but I know not everybody's like that. I love that so much. Hey mamas, Laura here. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and now have a better understanding of what postpartum life might look like after a C-section birth. As I mentioned in the podcast, I truly believe every woman needs a good dose of rest and TLC after birth, whether it was a vaginal birth or a C-section birth, because your body has been through some fairly immense changes and the least it deserves is to be rested and nourished well. As you heard from some of the wonderful Pregnancy Posse members too, often women can feel a million bucks just a few weeks after major abdominal surgery. Now, this trap can often mean you will push yourself too far and potentially overdo it. So keep this in mind when you start to feel really good about that two, three week mark and instead hold the reins on yourself and keep the pace steady and slow. Now, I'd love to hear from you over on my socials at Physio Laura and let me know your favorite learnings from this episode. Or if you have any questions, please feel free to share them with me too. In the next few episodes of this C-section birth series, I'll be sharing my own personal birth journeys and a Q&A style episode where we'll cover my scar recovery, the nitty gritty details of the day of admission and bleeding after birth too. If you haven't already, just subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes in this wonderful series. Now, if you love today's episode and you want to devour the next three episodes in this birth series, you can find this entire series along with all our other podcast series live right now inside the Pregnancy Posse. Inside the Pregnancy Posse, you'll also find weekly guided pregnancy workouts, an extensive resources library on pelvic floor exercises, compression garments during pregnancy and after birth, managing injuries, and so much more. Plus a wonderful community forum and a weekly Q&A session with myself. Now, I'd love to help you have a wonderful pregnancy, birth, and postnatal journey. So just visit thepregnancyposse.com to see what the Pregnancy Posse is all about, and you can trial the program for seven days. Now, I'll catch you soon for episode three in this five-part C-section birth series where I'll be sharing my first birth story. Until then, mamas, sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes and enjoy the incredible journey that is pregnancy.